Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. So then I dropped some garlic and croutons on there, and the rest is salad history. I made the best salad ever, people, and now I'm making the best app. The Caesar Sportsbook app got live in-game betting, parlays, and Caesar rewards. Caesar salad ain't got nothing on my app. Nothing. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat 1-888-532-3500. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app. Your app is ready, Emperor. Welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we did 2014's Creep. Not the London Underground one. The other one. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not been up to much. Yeah. Still on lockdown. Yep. Shops are open now though, aren't they? Yep. I've not been to any. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> All this time I've been lamenting my lack of shops and I haven't been well, to any. Yeah, the thing is, I was like, I was looking and it was kind of like, Oh, the shops are open, and then you see all these pictures of people queuing outside mm. for, like, two hours, and I'm like, nah, I can't be bothered. Well, so I don't really feel like I need anything. Like, I've got used to not buying Indeed. stuff from shops for so long. Now I'm like, well, I don't, I don't really need anything. This is good. This yeah. is good for our bank accounts. It is, although the economy probably needs us to get spending. That's true. I can't spend. I need to save for my cruise. I'm so excited. So excited. I'm so excited. It's, yeah, me and Rob, we're ridiculous people, I've decided. No. Booking a... No, go for it, do book it. Booking a cruise for our honeymoon. A wrestling I cruise. great idea, a wrestling <laughs> cruise. I didn't know you could go on a wrestling cruise. I know, it's brilliant. You can go on all sorts of cruises. Kiss to a cruise. Really? Yeah. Can you do a Murder, She Wrote cruise? Probably. I'd go on that. <laughs> there's a neat, there's a, there's a market there that has not been tapped. Not been met. Yeah. You'd need a small boat, though, wouldn't you, for a Murder, She Wrote-themed cruise? Would you do, would you do like, um... I don't you could have a murder each night. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, would it be like, you know, them, like, theme nights yeah. where, like, someone dies and you've got to figure out who it is? Mm. Or would you just do it, like, as a as a sort of fan of Murder, a She Wrote? So you, like, watch Murder, She Wrote. Maybe you could do the Get first couple of days would be, like, a celebration. Pictures. And then the last day would be, like, a big old murder... Mystery thing. Mystery thing. Yeah. yeah. I think that'd work. I'd go for it. <laughs> that I would go for I'd it. I'd go for it. Yeah. I love it. I love a weird, weird cruise. Weird cruise. It's great. Yeah. I think Motley Crue do a cruise as well. Do they? Yeah. Can you do a submarine cruise? No. Because I'd do that. Basically, anything you want to do probably does it. <laughs> Hasn't existed yet because it's too niche. Too niche. It's a bit too You're niche. You're going to have to make it up yourself. I'm going to have to found it. She, sa- she says that. Founding member. They're, they're, they're looking after me though because I told it. I told them it was our honeymoon. Well, it she is. She was like, right, I've well, written um, it in the notes. Well then. So, 
wonder what you get. I don't know. You get you should get something pretty good. You might get a room upgrade. That'd be nice. Might get a meal thing. Yeah, that'd be nice. Might get a wrestling free sushi kind of outfit or something. <laughs> like a bride. <laughs> <laughs> a bridal wrestling outfit. A bridal red- <laughs> wrestling outfit. That is what I need in my life. <laughs> It'd just be white with a veil, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, they'll let me go on AEW and beat someone up. Wow. That'd be funny. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, I'm very excited. It's going to be good. I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Anyway, in the meantime, I've what what else? I've watched I've watched something this week, and I was going to say what it was, and I've forgotten. It was something quite good as well. Been watching Sequest DSV. Sequest. Hence the submarine uh, theme. Yeah, it's really good. I've I've ah, Sequest DSV. Some of the episodes I never even saw when they first were on in the nineties. Yeah. Oh, so good. I've watched of its time, yeah. Of its time, yeah. I think <laughs> set in twenty eighteen. Would you believe? Is it? Yeah, and the in, tw- in apparently in twenty eighteen, we'd have a united Earth oceans, and we'd uh, half the population would be living on the ocean floor, mining it wow. for minerals. Yeah. Oh my god, that's and we'd hilarious. We'd have talking dolphins. No, what we're doing is stuck inside because of a freaking virus. Yeah. Oh, this virus. If you lived on the ocean floor, that you'd have zero chance of catching it. That's true, but also there's anglerfish down there. Oh, I don't like them. I can't. I I don't want to meet one, but they're I, quite, so I think they're, scary. they're interesting. They're quite cool. Aren't they? They're quite. They are very intriguing, but god damn it, they're so scary. They're quite small, some of them. I thought they were big. Some of them are only. I'm measuring with my what, hands. Like, like quite centimeters. Small. Yeah, but then some are, oh. are bigger. Some oh, are bigger. Know. Depends I, on the one. I think one. a little one. I'd be alright with a little one. It's just like big ones. I've seen the gulper eel. It's I an think eel. so. Um, and it's got a really big mouth. Ugh. Like, its mouth is... If if you drew a picture of it, you'd be like, that's completely out of proportion. But is it's it right. almost like a snake mouth? You know, when like snakes unhinge it's the like mouth. It's like a snake mouth times ten. Ooh. Wow. I'll show you a picture. I'll have to Google yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, we'll have a look. It's got very small eyes and a very big mouth. Mm. Ugh, creepy. There's all sorts down there. No, I wouldn't like planet. it. It's terrifying. <sighs> terrifying. I mean, I'm not saying I want to live on the ocean floor. I definitely do it. There's because I'd get, a bit, I'd get a bit claustrophobic, I think. But... Yeah. There's too, there's too much stuff down there that wants to kill yeah. you. Yeah. And things that can't live without sunlight. It's weird. Freaks me out, that. That wouldn't bother me. Nah, that bothers me. I don't know why it bothers me, but it does. If I could teleport from the ocean floor base back up to the earth side or whatever, then I'd be fine with it. It would just be the amount of time you'd have to spend going up and down if you wanted to pop out for a coffee. (laughs) If you wanted to pop out for a coffee, they'd probably get coffee on the thing. Oh, yeah, they would, You'd have to be well stocked because you can't can't just pop pop out out for for a coffee. coffee. You'd have to take a costa down there with you. I could take one of those machines, a barista style. Yeah, machi- I'm bringing this with me. <laughs> <laughs> or would it be Nero's? Nah, that was a pun. Nero's, Captain. No, no, I'm thinking that's Nemo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Fail. Who's Nero then? See the Roman god of war. Nero. Was that Mars? Is it Greek or? Uh, Greek or something, I don't know. Should I check? Yeah. Check. I feel like it might be like Greek. Well, I don't know. Or is it Roman? I don't know. We'll talk about the film later. But, but first, 
We need to find out who Nero is. Nero... Nero was Roman emperor from 54 to 68, the last ruler of the Judeo-Claudian dynasty. There we go. We were both well off. I did say Roman. Yeah. I thought there was a god called Nero, but I think I probably made that up. Oh, well. The more you know. I just think we should move on. Anyway, so Creep 2014, directed by Patrick Bryce. Quick synopsis. A videographer answers an ad on Craigslist to record messages for Joseph, a man who is dying from a brain tumour and wants to leave a message for his young son. However, things take a strange turn. It scored a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah, it's it's good. I like it. I'm not normally a f- fan of found footage, but I think this is a really good example of it. I avoided it for a long time after Blair Witch. Mm. I didn't like it. I saw Blair Witch and I didn't know what was going on. Like, I just couldn't... It was so... I, I, don't, I don't mean to say that it was bad. I just couldn't quite follow it because I'm so used to films being not found footage. Yeah. I, I couldn't figure out what was going on it, it was, is very it was quite frantic yeah but i mean that added to the atmosphere of not yeah. knowing because the, the people like, don't know what's going on in the film so you get to share that i feel like for me it got hyped up too much and then when i actually watched it i was like because i was kind of really into my horror at the time and i was like yeah this is gonna be terrifying it's gonna be well good i can't wait and then i went to go see it and i was like oh. and then but i've only ever seen it the once and i hated it and i've never oh. watched it since so maybe i need to watch it again Watch yeah. it for podcast. If anything, it'll be hilarious if I don't like it because I'll just be horrible about it. <laughs> I'll give it a go. Um, yeah. So yeah. So obviously it's found footage, and it, we start on the film with there's a there's one thing about found footage films they never kind of have like title sequences or anything mm. they just kind of start they just drop you and in then they, and then the titles are kind of at the end maybe. Mm. Um, so it opens with Aaron travelling in his car and is on about is responding to an ad which is a thousand dollars a day. Discretion is appreciated and he's sort of talking to the camera about the scenarios of who we might meet while he's there and he's like, Maybe it'll be someone who wants me to do weird stuff or I'll be catfished by someone or mm. see I I, I liked his I liked his optimism about it. Yeah, was like, he yeah, was yeah. very optimistic that he wasn't going to be murdered answering an ad like that. That's yeah. just just no. He's like, just yeah, no. you know, it might be weird, but I feel like this is maybe not the first time he's answered an ad of that kind of type before because that's his job. I suppose if he likes making films, he might see any experience as a chance to yeah document it, and he's probably thinking. And it's yeah, take the grand, this to Sundance. Yeah. And it'll be a slice of life. It's a grand a grand show day. The belly of America. Stuff you know when people yeah. do stuff like that. It's a grander day, so pff, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I'll take it. Um so he's he's in this like quaint little town and it's lovely scenery, there's a gorgeous lake. And then he pulls up to this big cabin and he kinda thinks, Oh that look it doesn't look shady, it looks quite nice, mm. so we're alright. And he goes up to knock at the door. But nobody answers. So he's kind of looking around to see if there's anybody there. And all he can see is his car at the bottom of this hill. And then he looks at this axe, which is in this mm, piece of wood. It's not a good sign. And he's like, huh, okay. But yeah, before, before I go on, I've forgotten. Spoilers. There'll be spoilers. <laughs> I always forget. I always forget to say, but I feel like if you've listened to this podcast, you know that we're going to spoil it how, by this point. How could we do it without spoilers? But yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's it. 
but you know some people forget and they get annoyed i suppose so. you could have like a pre you could you could be like the spoiler star at this point yeah so if you haven't watched the film and you like the sound of it stop now. stop immediately yeah so yeah so he's staring at this axe and sort of lamenting over that and he's like mm, all right and then joseph appears Oh no, he goes back to his car, doesn't he? Yeah, he's in his like, car, deciding what to do. And play. then he appears at the window and shits him up for the first <laughs> time. I swear to God, this guy, I would have punched him in the face. He does do a lot of jump scares. If it's one thing that irritates me, it's people who jump out at you. This is why I will never go to haunted house things. Oh, yeah. Or, like... Dracula experiences and stuff like that. Dracula experiences? Yeah, you know, like when you go to Whitby and there's like Dracula oh. experience. Like shit no. like that. I can't, no. People jumping out of it, I can't. I think it's good. I'm quite an anxious person anyway, so I'm always like, go peer anyway. Mm. So then, you know, someone jumps out yeah. of me, I'm getting murdered. The thing is though, when people jump out at you, it's never funny. That's the thing. They find people it hilarious. They find it hilarious. It's, it's like, not hilarious. It's not funny. If you don't funny. want it done to you, don't do it. What I'm going to start doing, if anyone does it, I'm just going to elbow them in the face. And then they'll be like, well, you shouldn't you have jumped out at me. me. You jumped out at me. Just pretend to have a full-scale heart attack. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so he appears at the at the window. And I, and I think he looks he looks like quite a normal guy. And he's got quite yeah. a kind face, I think. He seems quite sort of amicable, doesn't he? Yeah. It gives him a hug, which is a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Again, like, I'm a sort of personal space people. I'll hug people who I'm familiar with, but, like, yeah. I wouldn't hug per- the person that I'd just met. Yeah. Because no. it's weird. No. Um, and then he's like, oh, there's nothing weird going on. And I was like, we've made it weird now because you've just said. Yeah. But it's weird. <laughs> I feel like I'm cynical and, I, and I'd just be like, no, I don't trust you. But, you know, whatever. Uh, he lets him into his house and he says that this is his holiday home and that he'd done these paintings on the wall with his father and his, mm. like he's owned it for a long time. And, and then he basically says that he had cancer but was in remission, but then he's got a secondary brain tumour which is inoperable and he's got two to three months to live. His wife's with child. Yeah. And then he says about a film called my life which stars michael keaton and he makes a diary for his unborn son so that's what he wants to do yeah which in itself isn't a bad like subject for a film yeah or that's it in real life that's it this see there's things i want to say but i feel like we need to talk about everything that happens mm. first and then talk about it because you've kind of got to look at it as a whole yeah do you know what I mean? Mm. It's it's a really weird one, but then... So he's like, yeah, you're up for it. And he's, he basically gives him an out and says, if you don't want to, that's fine, whatever. But he's like, no, no, yeah, it'll be fine. And he's like, yeah, it'll be great. I'll give you money. So he's like, the transaction's over. This is fine. It's just two yeah. guys hanging out now. It'll be fine. And then he goes, I'm getting in the tub. <laughs> and then runs upstairs. So, uh, so Aaron's left there going, um... Okay. What? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, come on, know oh. me. See, if you're filming something for your child to get to know you by, why would you film yourself in the bath? Well, mm. so he pans through, he pans through the house and gets to the bathroom, and he's just undressing in front of him like nothing is wrong at all, asking him if he wants a sandwich, <laughs> and then he's kind of like, 
Uh, and then he says something about where getting in the getting in the bath. And then he's like, I'm just kidding. It's just me. I'm getting in the bath. You're filming it. And then he's like, right. Okay. Okay. Then. Um, so then it cuts to Joseph in the bath. And he's talking about his, him and his dad used to have this thing called tubby time. And he was like, it was the best time of my life. I want to share it with my son. So this is what we're doing. And he goes through this kind of imaginary baby being oh, in this bath oh, with him. so weird that I just got so uncomfortable <laughs> watching that was so weird <laughs> it proper made me laugh oh. and he's like and he's like oh you like the candles and all this lot and he's just like, like oh fire? god fire? Oh. oh no just no it's oh, so weird he's such a creep oh. but this this see film, I thought this was as bad as it was gonna get uh, yeah no no this film started out originally as a comedy because it was written by... It was by, quite funny at times, wasn't it? Yeah, it's Mark Duplass and Patrick Bryce who were the two guys in the film and they wrote it and filmed it and everything. But it started as a comedy called Peach Fuzz. <laughs> but then I think they... I'm not sure if it was to do with like test screenings and stuff. People sort of were like, oh, God, it's really creepy. creepy. It's really creepy and, and sort of like fixating on the horror element of it so it kind of went in that direction and then it was called creep so the whole film was filmed as a comedy and then they realized it was because i assume yeah they'd started filming it as a, a comedy and then during filming they were like actually this is horrible let's I add on a death like, ending i feel like yeah i'm sure it was to do it. with like I've, I've uh, yeah. Where? i feel like i'm sure it was test audiences that were like it, you know, they they were getting this sort of creepy vibe of Joseph. I'm yeah. on board with those test those test audiences were made of me because he's creepy. He, he's a creep. So he's doing this kind of baby thing, and and it, and it's all weird. But then he kind of changes, and then he's like, he's sort of like, what's going to happen to me? And then he's like, I could end it right now. But it's like, like he's all over the like his emotions yeah. are all over the place, and I feel like Aaron is quite a naive guy and he's kind of and he's a nice guy and he's benefit the doubt a bit too much because he's yeah. got cancer and he's like he's obviously feeling a lot of emotions i'll give him the benefit of the doubt he ends up sliding into the bath and then he's like what are you doing <laughs> and then oh he leaps out and screams at his face again and oh. he's like oh it was only a joke i swear honestly i'd punch him in the face <laughs> i'd be like oh so he's like i was just trying to lighten the mood and then he's like let's go outside He's like, you'll need a coat. So Aaron goes to this cupboard that's got like um, a sheet on it and he opens the sheet and then screams. <laughs> and he finds a wolf mask. And then he's like, oh, yeah, that's Peach Fuzz. Mm. He's a friendly wolf. And then it cuts to him doing the Peach Fuzz song. <laughs> oh, the Peach Fuzz song. Which, oh, it's so funny. He does a little uh, little dancer song, little song and dance about it, and then uh, put, and then he's like, "Yeah, that's Peach Fuzz." Puts him back, and then he's like, "Ooh, hats, twinsies, <laughs> love it." Uh, so funny. They are quite funny. They, you could tell that it's the actors have got comedy kind of. Yeah, well, um, I think leanings. I think Mark Duplass is known for comedy. Which one's he? Is he? He's he's, he's got. Of oh, course he is. Yeah, of course he is. Because he like I think. I feel like Patrick Bryce was kind of an up and comer, mm. and but he's a bit more seasoned at this point, I think. But I don't know that much about them. So 
they go, they're driving off and is finding this miracle waters of the heart trail <laughs> and it has healing healing properties. So they go into this wood and then he's like, let's go cure cancer. And then, like, I, I, like if that was me, I'd be like, mm, mm-hmm. I feel a bit sad for you. Because, you, you know, you're kind of relying on, on this sort of thing. He ends up wandering off because he hears a noise. And Aaron goes to find him and he's like, oh, are you all right? Kind of thing. He screams in his face again. Again. This guy's got so much energy. He's exhausting. That's bloody three. Three strikes and you're out. Three screams and you're out. Three screams and you're out. And then he's like, uh, he apologises and then says, you look like you had a near-death experience. And I likened it to it. He's like a cat playing with a mouse. (laughs) That's what he's doing. And then he was like, but you did look like you wanted to kill me a little bit and I thought yeah I'd mm. want to kill you and all um, and he's like you've got a bit of an animal in you and then he says what's it he asks him if there's anybody he wants to make peace with um, to Aaron and he's like probably my ex but you know whatever and he and he sort of starts asking these like yeah probing questions it's yeah and then uh, he says to him about the it was like oh did you see the axe in my front garden and he was like yeah and he was like was there a little part of you that thought i might kill you with it and then he was like yeah, maybe oh, yeah. and then they sort of go ha ha ha, ha laugh it off uh, that's funny well, just you wait yeah mm. so they're wandering around and then he's kind of like do you know where we're going and joseph's like no no i don't but then they find this heart in this rock it's a lovely it's lovely place impressive. like where, yeah. where is it crestline i think it's crestline in california as i looked it up but yeah it's mm, a really it like a lovely, lovely place, place. Yeah. yeah so they go into these waters and and they're sort of chilling and they hu- he hugs him again he's a bit of a hugger isn't he, he? Is, it sure is um and then he said and then he writes j and a with a heart but it says his wife's called Angela yeah so that's what we're assuming that it's yeah. him, himself and his wife so, that he's immortalising so he wrote that there mm. and then he's like let's go to get pancakes and then he says there's this diner that I've been coming to since I was little and it's really well known for its pancakes it's amazing so then it cuts to the diner and then he's like oh, let's see what's, let's see what's good. good and then he's like well I thought you oh, went here all the time and he's like oh well, well yeah, we've changed new hands menu. oh yes the new menu yeah people who try and mislead you are very quick aren't they yeah. come up with a he reason he was like oh yeah you know mm. I'll just see if anything else is good but obviously the pancakes are amazing so he is eating and then he's like Aaron have you ever done anything that you're ashamed of and then he points the camera at Aaron <laughs> so then he starts telling the story about how he peed his pants on some monkey bars and it was Why the first time that he felt that? shame. I mm. would not. Are those Especially to somebody. Real? I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe. I don't know. But I feel like, yeah, it was quite forthcoming with information. Mm. Um, and then uh, he sort of says have you got anything you're ashamed of to Joseph and and he's looking at his phone and then he shows him these pictures that he took of Aaron when he was waiting for him to answer the door and he wasn't there and he he was like I don't know why he did it, I was nervous I just thought if I got to know you before I'd be less scared of meeting you and and he's like I'm very sorry I want to move past it and he seems quite transparent Mm. at this point and you're like right okay fair enough like Again, you're like, this dude's got cancer. Yeah. We'll let it slide. And 
it gets to the evening and Aaron says he's going to leave and, and he's kind of like, mm, well, it's a long way down and and he's like, oh, I was going to pour you a whiskey and all these little little reasons because people are quite polite. Yep. It's it's hard to be like, no, I'm going by. Yeah, yeah. Because you want to be polite because it's someone you've just met and he's employed yep. you to do this job and you feel yep. obliged. That's how people get you in these situations because people are polite. People are too nice. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes be, nice, be rude because yeah. it might save your life. If you're in a position where you are no longer comfortable, leave. You don't have to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So he ends up talking him round and, and he's and he goes in for one. And he screams in his face again. That's four. Yeah. Piece of work. Um, and he's like, oh, I've made a new friend and stuff. And, and he, st- he starts talking about, like, Aaron's, like, monetary situations. And he's like, well, you know, it's tough, but I get by and blah, mm. blah. And, and he's sort of saying, like, he's like, he's got a lot of wealth. And then, and then he's like, I want to give you some wealth. Which is a bit weird for someone you've just met. Weird. But then... Maybe he's just being generous because yeah. he's dying and he wants to give his money away. I don't know. And 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 he's like, oh no no no, I don't want. That. And he was like, look, it was like, if you had a lot of food, and I was hungry, you'd give me that food, wouldn't you? And he's like, well yeah. And he was like, well that's it. I have an excess of money. I don't need it. You need it. I will give it to you. Which kind is kind of, of yeah. a nice sort of sentiment, really. Like it's also a bit like he's bribing. Aaron, though, to, he's kind of to trying to get Aaron on the like side. He's buying his friendship almost, yeah. yeah. And, he sort of, and he says that uh, he put a check in his boot, which he looks, and he's like, well, you clearly need money because you've checked to see <laughs> if the money was in your boot. So, um, yeah, so then they end up having some whiskies together and he films his final, um, like his sort of closing yeah. sort of, I love you, son, blah, 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 kind of thing. And then he... Aaron's like, right, yeah, he's going to leave. Yeah, he's like, yeah, right, I'm going to leave. And then Joseph is like, I lied to you again. (laughs) So he's like, right, okay, why? And he's like, I lied to you about peach fuzz. And then he's like, if I tell you this, it goes no further to anybody. Um, But I don't want you to film it. So he's like, fine, I won't film it. But he just puts the lens cap on. He doesn't actually turn the camera off. So it's just dark. And you can hear them speaking, and he's like, "I did something really bad." And it's basically four four years ago. He found animal pornography on his computer, which was from his wife Angela. He confronted her, and she denied so it. At this point, I was still like, "I don't believe that anyway." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah, she denied it, and they decided to go to the cabin to kind of work on their marriage because this is kind of horrible. He excused himself because he had to work on the Saturday, but he wasn't actually at work, and she was home alone. He went to go buy this creepy wolf mask, broke in, tied her up, and had sex with her. So weird. It is so weird. So what a weird, weird story. Also, a made-up story. Why the fuck would you make that up? Well. I feel like there's more plausible reasons for having a wolf mask than this. But anyway, whatever. So then he says, he came back next morning. She said she was fine. The internet was back to normal. And so then she he's basically, mentions nothing has happened. No. Yeah. And then he basically says at the end, he's like, I raped my own wife. And that's it. And you're like, oh. 
See, okay. at this point, I was like, well, he's definitely lying because... At this, just... Just... <laughs> uh, at this how? point, you were like, they're going to kidnap Aaron and do weird yeah. animal sex stuff with him and kill him, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I was like, nope. <laughs> no, it was worse. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. so, so I, I was fully on Aaron's side to leave that yeah. place at that moment I was, as soon as he couldn't find his keys I was like you've got to just just, just walk, walk just, just, just walk, walk yeah. just walk to somewhere walk to somewhere that's not there yeah. yeah so he is trying to find his keys and and Joseph's kind of like oh should we make another take for this this closing and he's like no no I think it was fine and he's like I can't I, I need to leave I can't find my keys and then he's like did I freak you out with the rape story uh probably yeah yep. <laughs> um and then he's like why don't you stay the night and he's like no I need to leave and then he's basically saying he's kind of he's quite rational he's like you've had a drink it's dark we're probably not going to be able to find the keys if you go and you're over the limit you'll get pulled over for a DUI you all don't these need little that. reasons to keep him there which yeah. Which is quite reasonable. And he's like, in the morning, you can find your keys. You'll be sober and it'll be fine. And he kind of goes along with it. So he ends up pouring him another drink. And Joseph drinks his and he's like, does that taste weird to you? And he's like, no, no, it's fine. Um, And then they do this final take. And then it cuts to Joseph laying on the fireplace. (laughs) Because it's like a big stone surrounding yeah. it but he's like lying on it like half asleep um and then he's like lie down with me oh, he puts his hands in his pants for a bit as well because he's oh, like oh, peach oh, fuzz. and he's weird. like uh, joseph stop it and then he's like cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier now you can use your contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your tv screen using simple voice commands That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Will you lie down with me? And he's no. like, no. No, I won't. No. And then he's like, I love you. Oh, so oh, I love weird. you. So weird. <laughs> and then, uh, so then he passes out drunk. Aaron sneaks up to him trying to look for his keys and his in uh, Joseph's pockets to see if he's got them and then he gets his phone out and it rings so he runs off to answer it and it turns out to be Angela yeah so finally I'm like oh Angela is real I did not think she was Angela's real Angela's real Apparently and she's then real. she's she's like where are you is that Joseph and he's like no this is Aaron and she's like mm. she's like where are you and he's like well I'm in Crestlines at the ca- at the cabin with your husband and then she's like, "What? Joseph's not my husband. He's my brother." Mm. And she's like, "My brother's not very well. 
I think you need to leave. And she's basically saying, where are you? And he's like, I can't find my keys. I don't know where my keys are. And she's like, just walk. Just walk just out of the house. Just go. But unfortunately, I didn't think she either is not aware of the full extent of Joseph's plans. Joseph's plan. She or can't she's, be. Yeah. So she's not like, call the police and like your life is in danger. She's just... Well, she's... What or is she, she part of it? Well, I don't think she would be. You don't know, do you? Oh, Joe. I wonder if... I think what... I think the extent of what she thinks is maybe he gets an unhealthy attachment to people and mm. that's not very good and you need to distance yourself from him. Yeah, and that's he perhaps what... spins a yarn to reel people yeah. in and then people are like, oh, that's not true. Yeah. Let's not be friends. So maybe yeah. she perhaps doesn't realise. Yeah. But if I was her, I'd be like, nine, nine, nine. Or what is it? What nine one one? Nine whatever. I'd just like just leave, just get out, just walk mm. off. I'd have left before this, I think. So then he goes back out to where Joseph was, and he is gone. But the sliding door is open, so he, he you get this really slow pan of him going to the door and checking. Mm. There's a, obviously there's nobody about. It's really really quiet, and then all you get is death. <laughs> and he snuck up behind him and oh, scared the so shit out of him creepy. for the fifth time. The fifth time. It's too the many. The biggest creep in the world. And then he and then he basically starts crying and he's like, I don't want to die. And you're like, oh, I feel a bit sorry for him now. Mm. And he and he and he like hugs him and he says that I, he's like, I love you so much. He says to him, which I I don't know if he's just thinking, oh, he's just emotional because everything's happening and. He's going through a lot kind of thing. So he kind of lets it slide. And he's like, I can see you've got problems. I'm willing to help you. I'm not angry at you. Just give me my keys. We'll take it from there. But then he just runs off. Yeah. Because he, he ends up saying that he knows that Angela's not his wife, I think. And then he runs off. So then he follows him down the stairs <laughs> to the front door. And he's stood at the door. Of course. With peach fuzz on. Ugh. And he's, and he's not speaking and he's like, are you trying to scare me? And he's like nodding his head and he's like, are you going to let me go? Shakes his head. And then he starts rubbing his bum on the door. <laughs> and growling. Oh, he's so creepy. <laughs> oh. But um, then Aaron rushes at Joseph and the camera goes dead. So that's kind of the first... That's kind of the... Yeah, so at that point you, you don't know... What's going what's happen? But then when it changed scenes, I was like, oh, yeah. Dead. Then it cuts to Joseph dragging these bin bags up a hill. And you were like, if they were British bin bags, they would not last. Oh, no. <laughs> you cannot you cannot struggle to lift a bin bag and not have the bin bags split. You can't like, even you just put can't. rubbish just, in a bin no, you, without... A cheap blue. bin bag is a complete false economy because... If there's like a, a butterfly inside that bin bag, it will stretch and fall Rip apart. Not I would ever put a butterfly in the bin, but I'm just thinking of something light. Yeah. I, uh, that was a bad feather. Uh, feather. If there was a feather in a bin bag, yeah. I would fall now apart. I've now I've stopped biting my nails. I have to be careful that I don't put Rip my them. nails through. Yeah. Oh, so no. Oh, so, and when you try and tie a knot in them, and mm-hmm. it stretches, so you have like a knot that's only attached on one side. You can't even lift it. At, oh, and you have to double bag it. God, yeah. So there'd be no chance. He's gra- grabbing these, grabbing these bin bags, dragging them up a hill, and then he gets a shovel and starts digging. The worst digging that I've ever seen. He's just he's shoveling like a dust. six pine needles per scoop. I bet you'd be there all day. Hours. Get, get in there. Mm. Really dig. Um, 
so then but then it pauses and then Aaron starts talking so you're like oh he's alive and he's like just to tell you after the scuffle he ran off I don't know where he went I got my car towed and I came home um, I thought it was over but then a few days later I got this DVD so he knows my address and he's like that is a little disconcerting mm-hmm. I'm not happy about it um, and then he's sort of He's like, right, I'm not watching this anymore. I'm going to get rid of it. It didn't happen. Yep. Get rid of it. Um, and then he said, he, he's like, no, it's fine. I'm moving on from it. And then it cuts to him filming himself at night. And he's like, I can't let this go. I keep having nightmares. And he's having nightmares where he's a wolf <laughs> and he's in a... He's in having tubby time with Joseph oh, and he's so in a, a pool of blood. It's so weird. And he's like, I need to stop thinking about this because it's driving me mad. Then it cuts to a box which is outside his house, which is another DVD and a knife. Mm. So he puts the DVD it's in. It's not threatening at all. And he says, I am making this to apologise. And he's like... The first DVD was a bit of a reaction. I was a little bit hazy because you drugged me, which is why his whiskey tasted funny. Yep. You put Benadryl in it. That was a good idea. And it was like, kudos, that was a yeah. very clever move, but we'll we'll move past it now. And he's like, I've sent you a gift to clear the air. If you've not found it, you need to dig a little deeper in the box. And he pulls out this little wolf. It's really cute as well, a little <laughs> wolf toy. And then he sort of says... Wolves love deeply, but they don't know how to express it. And sometimes they murder the things that they love. And he's like, this little wolf reminds me of you because you're like a baby wolf. <laughs> and when I scared you, when I scared you, you look like you wanted to murder me. Um, and he's sort of saying to embrace is in a wolf. And then he says something about cutting, cutting into something and basically says there's something inside the wolf. So... He opens up this wolf and there's a heart locket in it. See, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be something like a, a severed finger or, or like a, a ball would of poison man, or something. Would a man want a heart locket? feel well, like a man would not want a heart locket. But anyway, he opens the heart locket and it pay, plays a lovely little tune. Oh, it's, it's very romantic. It's, it's so at this point... Weird. I, I stopped being creeped out and I was like, oh, that's really lovely. He's got a Aww. picture of him and Aaron Aww, together in it. And on the so back nice. it says J and A forever, which he did at the rock. At the rock? I was I naively assumed he was referring to his wife. Yeah. No. no. At this point he does call the police, but nothing happens because... The police are going to feel bad. He hasn't done anything. Apart the police from, are going to feel awful. Yeah. Apart from sending him stuff... Like, they can't do anything. This is a problem with, like, stalkers, because stuff only gets done when it escalates and it's dangerous, you know. But I think also it is important to report things like that, because if there's a a history of you reporting something and then you report something again, they they are more like to take it seriously. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You need to document it all. A lot of things aren't threatening. Like, if I gave you a gift you'd be like oh thanks whereas if a creep if you gave me gave a heart a gift, necklace well i know i would mean you in it i'd be like what are you doing <laughs> i don't think i would do that i think you that would be creepy <laughs> especially if i would like met you after a day random. i'd give you something way more random than a that's cliche very true. necklace that's very true yeah 
Um, yeah, so he's like reinforcing his doors. Basically, they're powerless to do anything at this point. He's fuming about it. It cuts to the night time and he's filming himself again and he's like, I'm still having these nightmares. Oh, he's freaking me out now. And then he hears this bang and then he's like, right, that's it. And then up he goes and he's like, lights, turn on all the lights, which is good because no one ever does that in horror films. Yeah, get the lights on. They're always... Yeah wander around in the dark but he's like nope i'm turning on all the lights and he is looking around his living room and be- and the like the camera's aimed at the front door from the bedroom so it's quite far away and he's sort of wandering around but then you see joseph at the door mm. and it but then i think i missed that when i first watched it and then I was like, oh my God, oh, he's there. It's, that was a worse jump scare than in Friday the 13th. And I'm not saying Friday the 13th <laughs> isn't a classic, but it made me jump a lot. So he's he's looking through this house and he goes outside and hears a rustling. He finds a bin un- upturned and he blames it on raccoons. Oh, it's the raccoons. So oh. he's like, oh, right, there's no one there, whatever. And then it cuts to him asleep. And you're like, oh, he's asleep. But then the camera moves and you're like, why is the camera moving? Mm. And it kind of runs the length of him and then back up again. And then you see some scissors cutting a lock of his uh, hair off. And then he, he's basically, it gets to the morning, he's like, he's been in my room because the screen's open and there's another DVD. DVD. And it's my last video. And he's like, oh. So he's watching this DVD and he's he's basically been through his rubbish. So it was him that mm-hmm. that did it, not not raccoons. And he was like, "I can let the DVD slide. That's fine. But you've thrown out the heart locket, and that upsets me." <laughs> and he's like, "And he's like, I had really wrong thoughts, and I spiraled. I've thought about it, but you're actually right." And he's like, "We're not friends. Like I've met you for a day." Um, and he's like, I make stuff up all the time. I'm going to try and be real with you at this point. And he's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I've had medication. I've had doctors. I tried acting once because as an outlet and it didn't work. Didn't work. And then he's like, I need it to be real. It's led me to quite a terrible place. I've no friends or family. I've burnt all my bridges and I just mm. need a friend. And you do feel a little bit sorry for him, I, to be fair. Well, I do feel bad for him, but I think the lesson in that is that if you are not genuine, yeah. you won't have genuine friends. So you have to be yourself yeah. to yeah. have real friends, which mm-hmm. he perhaps That's it. has and not learnt. And, he, and he's like, I'm hoping that you're going to extend your kindness and give me a chance to explain. I'm going to be here at Lake Gregory at 11am tomorrow. And it's a wide open space, you know, it's a safe place to show you who I really am. And I'm lonely and sad and I just need a friend. Mm. And then it cuts to Aaron and he's like, what the hell am I meant to do with that? And he's like, look at him and, and he kind of has this little sad look on his face. Then it cuts to the lake and he's like, right, I'm here filming it. But just You wouldn't go by yourself, would you? I wouldn't go at all. I would I would be curious to go, but I would not go by myself. I'd have someone with me and then I'd have yeah. other people hiding, yeah. watching me who are not visible to I would, anyone I as backup. And I'd have more people backing them up. 
Yeah. Um, so he's like, I'm filming it. I've got 911 on speed dial. That's that. So he walks over to this bench that's looking out on the lake. It's really peaceful. It's really mm. sunny. It's really nice. And he's just sat there. And then he hears a chainsaw and you're like, oh my God, what the hell? But there's nothing there. So he's still sat there. And then you see Joseph appear behind him. But he's not looking at him. And he's just stood there for ages. Then he puts on the peach mask. He's still not looking at him. No. I, I, just, I don't think he could not hear. He I pulls... Think, just... Mm. He pulls the axe out. Oh, it's awful. And just creeps up behind him and he lifts it up and he kills him. Oh, I that's it. Thud as well. It's oh, horrible. it was horrible. It's I horrible. Until that happened, I didn't actually believe something that horrible. That's could why happen. I didn't tell that's why I didn't tell you oh. anything about it because I feel horrible. like you need to oh. you need to see it for yourself, but oh, you were like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, it was the third. It was everything. I just thought Aaron would turn and and not die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the video pauses and then it goes to Joseph and he's like, you were really smart to film it. And he's like, but I couldn't realise why you didn't turn around. Why didn't you look? Why didn't you do that? But it's kind of all the questions as a viewer you would ask Mm. as well. And he's like, it's because... You're the greatest person that ever lived. And he's like, you believed in me and you believed that I could be good and that is why I love you and you will be my favourite of them all. And then he goes to watch the video again and he's and he's kind of going, oh, yeah, it's all peaceful and nice. And then he appears on the screen Ugh. and screams at himself <laughs> again. Uh, I've got, I've got, yeah. But, yeah, I've got thoughts about that anyway. But then... It cuts to him on the phone as Bill. And he's like, all you need is a video camera and eight hours of your time. And he's walking through this house. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that'll be good. We'll meet up, blah, blah, blah. Like, really cash. And then he opens up this cabinet and it's full of VHSs and DVDs where he puts the DVD of Aaron mm. with a little heart on uh, it. And Aaron was his favourite. And that's the finish of the film. Uh. Yeah. Well, he was a creep. So, right, now we've talked it all through. Yeah. Right, when you watch it again, because I've seen it mm. before, it basically tells him exactly what he's going to do entire, all the way through the film. Really? Yeah. Where? Because when he when he first meets him, yeah. he says that the film about Michael Keaton filming a... Thing from oh, his yeah. other baby. So he's basically like, Well, I've nicked that idea from there. Yeah. Then he talks to him and he's like, Did you think I was going to kill you yeah. with that axe? That was definitely an omen. Yeah. And it's kind of when he's making this film, he's obviously making it for him to watch again. So it's so like he's really making his it. own horror film, uh, which is why he keeps jump scaring him. Yeah. <gasps> because when he watches it, he gets the jump scare so it's like watching a horror film yeah it's like getting your own victim to document your terrorizing them with in jokes for yourself to enjoy yeah and then yeah absolutely absolutely yeah and he says and he like when he says about like um when he's talking about wolves he's like they hurt people that they love and 
sometimes murder them and stuff. Yeah. He's basically he laid all the little crumbs laid out. Laid it to all him. out. But it's because he's done it before, isn't it? He's done it over and over again. Because he's like such a nice guy, he just went along with it, which yeah. is what people would probably do out of politeness yeah. and sort of thinking of I need to help this guy out kind of thing. And that's why he was his favourite. It is really sad. It is sad. It's so sad. Poor Aaron. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Him and him and uh, Mark Duplass co-wrote it and filmed it. And I think he, Mark Duplass, had seen a student film that Patrick Bryce had done, and really liked it. And then mm. they kind of, because I watched a thing about him talking about it, and it, and he was saying that. Um, it was quite funny because he was saying as himself, as as Mark, he was like, I can shift my personality to get what I want. And I was like, oh, my God, he's going to kill him, really. He's going to kill him. Um, the whole thing was like a double bluff. It's a film about and then he a filmmaker like, getting murdered and then yeah. actually going to murder the actor. <laughs> yeah. oh. and, then, uh, and then he was saying, like, Aaron... Uh, Aaron, no, Patrick Bryce has quite a nice nature and like really likes people and stuff and they were like, we need to do something with this kind of thing. <laughs> and then uh, they said it, a lot of it was improv Um But obviously, like say, like people responded to the weirdness of it and developed it. So like the title alone, you're going into it like, this guy's not right. Yeah. But then obviously it's like you're watching it knowing that he's not right yeah. but he doesn't know and it's very it's oh. very frustrating well, if it had a different title and it wasn't salty as a horror film you might actually think it was a, a comedy or like a bittersweet yeah like kind of because it, comedy it thing. did start called it was called peach fuzz and it was a dark comedy about a, a sort of strange friendship between these two guys and then mm. it kind of then it got really and then creepy. it developed into yeah. creep, yeah. I think the name creep is more appropriate. They said they said that it was originally going to have a really wide release through Universal, but then they ended up going with Blumhouse, which are known for like horror films. Mm. They do a lot of a lot of horror. I think. Do they do like the Insidious and Conjuring oh, and stuff like mm. that? Yeah. So it went. So they kind of went went that way. So it didn't get as massive a release. I only stumbled on it by accident because it was on Netflix. But, mm. yeah. But I was like, well, I'll give it a go. But I liked it. I For ratings, I'd probably give it a solid three and a half yeah. out of five. Gore, probably a zero because it's not, <laughs> it's not gory at all. And humour, maybe a That two. one bit was gory at the end. Well, then it wasn't even it's a not even gory. It was just a thud. It was, it was just thud, a sound effect. The sound. Ugh. There was some good foley work on there. I would love to do that job. I want to be a foley artist. What's that? What a foley artist? Yeah. It's where where you have a film and then so people will have a sound stage set up and like there'll be stuff like footprints oh, and yeah, stuff. You have to make and all the sound make all the sounds. Yeah. yeah. And they use the weirdest stuff in combination. Yeah, like yeah, they play yeah. the sounds of like rhinos backwards and it's the sound of like a space rocket. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I know that's exactly what, what you mean. That's what a foley artist is. There you go. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to do that job. Or voice a character in an animated oh, film. That would be so much fun. Yeah. I'd, they're, they're the two sort of things that in film I would want to do. Because you wouldn't need to I don't like, want to act. dress up or anything. You'd just need to be like, 
do yeah. a load of voices. Just yeah. chat, yeah. They'd have to have my actual voice, though, because I can't actually do any <laughs> other voices. It'd be a cartoon set in Yorkshire. Yeah, in Yorkshire, sort of, somewhere, I don't know. But, you know. It'd be like, be like King of the Hill, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yorkshire. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch it. I think it'd be quite good. Uh, yeah, so that's, yeah. I I like it. I think it's very I clever. liked it. It was I mean it was creepy though, wasn't it? Creepy, a little bit funny, very strange, but quite a, a good yeah, original Been idea. Worth a watch. Yeah, that's it. I think I feel like that's kind of made me fall out with found footage a bit less. No, I'm happier about found it. Fo- found footage is is not necessarily bad, but if it's not done well, mm. it's just like seasickness inducing, isn't it? Mm. Mm. That's why I never watched Cloverfield because I heard that people felt really ill doing oh, that. Really? Watching that, yeah. I've not even heard of that. Yeah. It's so much to do with aliens. What is it? Yeah, it's like aliens land and, and it's all like the chaos of what's happening. Maybe. I don't know. I've seen a film with aliens in and it's fan footage and I've never known what it was. I wonder if it was that. I bet it was. I don't know though because was it really really I'm, wiggly camera? I'm frequently confused about these things. No, 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 <laughs> no. The one I'd seen was about um, this boy who gets uh, sort of robotic leg replacements. Oh yeah, no, that's not the same thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Oh. So next week we're gonna mm. do Happy Death Day. Oh. Happy Death Day. It's good. Ooh. It's quite funny. Okay. Yeah, it's quite funny. It's like Groundhog Day, but with murdering. <laughs> Basically. It's great. I love it. It's my favourite. Or one of my favourites. Quite a new one as well. Yeah, I remember seeing the adverts for it. I fell out, yeah, I fell out with like new horror for a long time as well, and I've only just kind of started watching stuff from like the 2000s. It's really weird. Again. And I'm like, That's no, 20 years actually. Ago. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? But I'm like. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah. Because I only stuck to sort of 80s, 90s stuff before. Maybe the odd one, like Valentine. And then I finished it then. But, yeah. It depends what you like. Mm. It doesn't matter when a film is from, you can enjoy it. But certain eras do tend to have yeah similarities. Yeah. If you like it, that's just what you like. Yeah. Even if it's perhaps not critically acclaimed, that's you still it. like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so for next week, watch Happy mm. Death Day. Right. And in the meantime, we are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod. We are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. And we are also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. And everyone stay safe. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye!
Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour Voice Remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox Voice Remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.